What is up, everybody? I am Daniel. He is Clint. In the same location Ooh, today. Come on. You love to see it. I do. It's Friday. We're getting this episode out to you late. Sorry. But it's Friday morning. Uh, Clint was flying late last night. Couldn't do the recording. But we're here now. Yes. Georgia plays tomorrow. Um, you should be excited. You maybe should be nervous. Ooh. And potentially you should sleep on a few things. That's what we talk about today on Fridays. And so, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This episode, of course, brought to you by Underdog Come Fantasy. On. The place to spice up your college football season. I don't know how college football season could get any spicier, but download the Underdog Fantasy app and you'll find out. So, we'll talk to you more about them later. Right now, let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs, Clint, because um, coming off of what some people are calling the greatest performance we've ever had against Kent State, because <laughs> you're not allowed to say it was bad. Oh, I was going to say, Daniel, no, you're I, not I think allowed you to, got that wrong. No, you're not allowed to say it was bad. So, it's, it, we played the best we've ever played. It's the best thing that's ever happened to Georgia. Ever. Kirby said so. Yes. Um, but now going into this Missouri game, there are several things to be excited about. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just lead off here. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the running back situation. I am excited that I think this week we are going to see the, the, the height of Dejan Edwards' utilization that we've ever seen as a, as a Georgia football I player. I need it like I need water. So Dejan Edwards has... Got lots of playing time. He's performed admirably. I'm not saying he's going to be the feature back in this game. I do expect Kenny Mack to play, but I also expect the coaching staff to be very careful with Kenny McIntosh because um, coming off that uh, injury, I think this game's going to be in hand. So I expect them to be yep. very careful with Kenny Mack, as they should be. As, and as Kirby's shown to be many, many times before. I expect Kendall Milton to, to be the feature back in this game. Sure. But I expect Dejan Edwards to get a lot more run than he has gotten previously. And I'm excited about that because, to, to be honest, at this point, we love this kid. We've been high on him since, the, since day one. Very. But we've never really seen it. Now, I know he's played a lot of football, but we've never really seen him be featured in this offense, which is something we need to see. We need to know more clearly what we have in this young man. And I think Saturday will be an opportunity for that. So I'm not necessarily predicting okay. that Dejan Edwards is going to go out and rush for 150 yards. But I am, if I were doing that, I would put that in the don't sleep on segment. What I'm doing is saying, be excited that you're going to learn something. I yes. can sign something saying I help you teach something, but I didn't actually learn anything learn in this anything. presentation. And so I can't sign that. Be excited that you're going to learn something. Uh, on Saturday, because I think we're going to see a little bit more of the young man. And, and, and I, am, I couldn't be more excited about it. it again, let me repeat. I need it mm-hmm. like I need water. Because if Dejon Edward gets right, my, my confidence goes sky high. Mm-hmm. Sky high of this team. Mm-hmm. As it already is. Um, again, Kent State not withstanding. Let's don't. Okay? Let's I still am high, sky high on this team. Um, Daniel, I'm excited for this defense. Oh, okay. It's going to show me a lot how Shu and Kirby... Let this defense play. Yep. Last year, we learned a great deal of information from the SEC game, championship game, into the national championship. It turns out that we just had better players, and the more you let them play, a la Seattle Seahawks back in the day, where guys just lined up and it was simple, beat the man in front of you and go get ball. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't a lot of passivity, as we've seen lots of teams play Mm. this year. Passivity gets you killed Mm -hmm. in this league. Aggression is what you want. 
You want aggression. And if Shu and Kirby come out, and I think they were playing a passive against Kent State for a lot of different reasons, and we don't have to go into that, but I think this game, if they let them loose, what it tells me is they trust the skill, the talent, and the ability of these young men, and they're just going to let them learn on the fly. One of Kirby's favorite sayings is basically make a mistake at 1,000 miles per hour. If you're, if you're hitting early and you're going fast, you're not wrong, as he would say. Great. I'm excited to see that play out on Saturday. And if I don't see it, mm. we're going to maybe transfer this next week into a nervous category because it's yeah. going to tell me that this team is not where Kirby and Shu think we are, where we think we could be because mm. we are sky high on the talent and the gifts and the ability. Uh, but I'm excited to see them come out and show out a little bit, Daniel. Linebacker play at a premium. On Saturday. Give me, give me double barrel right down a gap mm. on both side blitzes mm. from Smile Mondin, uh, Tresman Marshall. Mm. Oh my mm-hmm. word! Give me that all day long. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, that's what I'm excited about. Uh, I'm going to come back after this. We're going to tell you what we're nervous about. Which, by the way, if you didn't learn last week, let me fork your shadow. Okay, Daniel, you got those buckets? No, we got a whole garage full of buckets. Okay, well, we're going to line them up. You get your bucket, but first I want to let you know about Underdog. Underdog is a great fantasy site. It's fantasy and football, college football, statistical analysis, all in one. You get your fantasy, you get your betting. Underdog is the place to do that. Uh, and right now they're giving our listeners up to a $100 match guarantee by going to Underdog Fantasy, either in the app, the Google Play, the iOS, uh, wherever you can find it, or online. Underdog Fantasy. And put in the promo code locked on for up to a hundred percent deposit match guarantee, guarantee. up to a hundred dollars guarantee. Daniel, I guarantee it. Gosh, the Wolfman out say, here. I say, the Wolfman out here. Yeah. Uh, underdog Fantasy. It's easy. It's great. It's safe. It's reliable. We love being there. You should too. Underdog Fantasy. Get over there right now. If you're looking for something to place a wager on, okay, underdog, give me yeah. more. Well, I'm going to give it to you in the third segment. You oh. have to wait till then. So. Loyal, loyal third segment listeners deserve it. I want to see that tat. Loyal third segment. Oh. <laughs> Just like a neck. <laughs> Just right across the neck. Um, please don't do that. Yeah. No. Oh, no, please don't do that. No. Uh, let's talk about what we're nervous about, Clyde. Okay. So I went first. Excited. You need a bucket. You mentioned it earlier. Get your bucket. If you puke on my rug, I'm, it's going to be a problem. My, it's not going to go great. I don't the, think your wife is going to ever invite gonna me appreciate back. it. We're trying to keep – trying to maximize the opportunities we have to be together, yeah. not, not have you banished from my home. <sighs> so you're going to need a bucket. Okay. What's the thing on Saturday that's going to make you most likely to reach for that bucket, Clint? Then, you know, I, look, we, we've been talking about this all day long. Oh, um, and it hasn't changed for me. I thought it maybe like I'd work it out. You know, sometimes you get a little nervous yeah, and you start talking it about it. You process you it. it. You don't have irrational fears if something is lower than 3% threshold yeah, yeah. on something. There's no reason to ever be scared of something that, that doesn't happen more than 3% of the time. Sure. If you're scared of something happening more than 3% of the time. It's really 2.5% is the threshold. That's right. Then you have some psychoses that you need Mm -hmm. to look at. You're supposed to talk your feelings out? I typically just eat them. I typically just bury them deep. I said process. I didn't say talk feelings out, Daniel. I bury them deep inside and hope that they go away. We are – if one of you is a psychologist anywhere – Sorry about what you have to watch and listen to. It's not great. And if you think you can crack us and help us, we've been doing this for a very long time. Okay, 
the the plaque is building up on the emotional uh, yeah, side of that sure. a great deal. Um, Daniel, here's what I'm nervous about. It mm-hmm. hasn't helped processing, hasn't helped talk to that, but I am nervous for this run game. Uh-oh. And I'm nervous for the running backs. Injury to Kenny Mack, who, by the way, oh, uh, thank you. is an offensive weapon that needs to be understood as an offensive weapon and not what... Uh, what was it? Was that Tanner? What was that guy's name? Taylor? Taylor T- from last week? Kent State Booth? Over oh, with? Lord. Zarzor. 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 Saying the stereotypical ground-gaining back that was who's Dejan in Evans. the backfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, look, he's an offensive weapon. He is. He was on pace for 1,000 yards receiving. The first Georgia receiver to do that in quite some time. And I said receiver because when you catch the ball. When you catch the ball, you're a receiver. You're a receiver. I don't care what position you play. You're a receiver catching the ball. You are eligible. Some, some, some linemen come in and say, hey, I'm eligible to be a receiver. And then they go out and catch touchdown Look, passes. Okay. The three most important people in George's offense, Clint, yeah. are in whatever order you want to order you them. You put them. Brock Bowers, Stetson Bennett, and Kenny McIntosh. Just think about the, that place that Kenny McIntosh has in this offense. He has... Shown himself to be one of the most indispensable weapons we have. So, his injury, a huge concern, to be fair. Now, I'll tell you what. Dejon Edwards, great great at gaining the yards through the ground, whatever. Um, he's not the same receiving threat. I get that. Kendall Milton, not the same receiving threat. Our offense might look different. And I'm nervous for those running backs gaining those yards. because, And I'm nervous for the whole running game, mm. Daniel. Not just the running back's ability to have vision, have cut back, uh, gain yards, get five or six ahead. If Dejon is right, my nervousness goes out the window. If he's not right or if he's getting less carries than I think he should, my nervous meter goes sky high. Because again, go see all other episodes. We talk about Todd Munkin being a surgical beast and keeping that balance. We run or we pass to set up the run. But if we're not running, it really hampers the offensive strategy. So I'm, I'm very nervous about that going in. Not just the running backs, but also, Daniel, another component of the run game. The offensive line. That's mm-hmm. what I'm nervous about because, listen, it's yeah. time to just say, say what's real. Okay. This is one of the most talented offensive lines we've seen at Georgia in a long time. Yes. Each individual position. I know that left guard spot, we've lamented about it on the podcast, but there's still talent at that left guard spot. I'm going to believe that. There's I'm going to let that wash over me. Physical talent yes. there. Okay. okay. It is not performed on the field, but guess what? Yeah. Neither has the right guard spot in Tate Ratledge, a no. guy that we are through the roof on. We've, we've not seen these five or six or seven very talented offensive linemen. We've not seen them gel and come together and create any cohesion in the run game. We've seen Stetson Bennett play a relatively clean season in terms of not taking big hits and big pressures. But he is under pressure. The Oregon game showed Stetson Bennett stayed clean because he was scrambling around back there and making plays happen. That's not what we want long-term for your quarterback. And the run game particularly, you just don't feel like this offensive line is all firing off in sync. You don't feel like there's unison in the ways that holes are being opened up. You got guys like Broderick Jones and and McClendon and even Mims coming off the bench and Van Pran, who are all exceptional players. Mm. But you, we haven't seen them gel yet, and you know it's too early to start 
diagnosing it as a major problem for Georgia. It's too early to start talking about it is new offensive line coach and is this a thing and blah, 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 whatever. I'm not yet. trying to get into that. No. What I do want to see is this offensive line perform because um, I haven't seen it and it does make me nervous. If we go through another game, Missouri has struggled against the run. But Missouri's also played some teams that are very good running the football. Kansas State is an elite running team. Uh, they showed that last week against Oklahoma. Running, uh, Adrian Martinez rushed for four touchdowns against Oklahoma. So Georgia's not going to put up those kinds of numbers against so. Missouri because they're going to be throwing the ball a lot more than that. That's but the I reason. do want to see the run game establish itself, and I want to see holes opened up, and I want to see – the ball snapped and the line of scrimmage moved two yards forward. That's what I've not seen consistently this season. And it's frustrating, not because I'm a Georgia fan and I want to, you know, I want Mike Bobo to run the damn ball. He said it. But it's because, uh, it's because establishing a ground game. Yes. It's because a, a consistent running attack is the way to dominate a football game, no matter what you can do through the air. You put people to sleep. That's you, right. You strike them and you set them off, but you put people to sleep by the run game. Uh, Daniel, you were yeah. just, by the way, you hit a demographic just now. Mm-hmm. You hit that that over 40 crowd of UGA fandom that wants to see us be RBU one more time. Uh-huh. It, was a, it was, Daniel, it was a bomb to their soul, if I mm. may continue to use that. It, it, right. was, it was a calming presence to those over 40 people. It was. We know who you are out there. We do. We, we see you. We know that you exist. Um, uh, let's talk about what we are, what you should not sleep on, Clint. Let's transition to that now. So we're excited. We're nervous. Yeah. But also, this is the more the predictive segment. Sure. Now, we're not wearing our robes right now, so it's not an official prediction. <laughs> which, which, by the way... It gets weirder and weirder. The further you go into the... All right. This... Let's, let's neither... Let's just not even open a door. We this... can neither confirm nor deny... <laughs> There's just no way of knowing is what we're trying to say. Are there robes right over here off camera? There's no way to know. I can't. <laughs> Loyal no, third segment there's listeners. There's so much. There's we love you. so many places we could go with this. Um, let's talk about what you shouldn't sleep on. Okay. And I'm going to say don't sleep on the number five <laughs> impacting this game in a significant way for the University of Georgia. Oh, so you're thinking uh, Keeler Ringo is going to get a pick six. Is what you're, what you're Not exactly. What okay. I'm, he might get a pick six. He's due for a sure. pick six. It's been, I don't know, at least four games since he's had a pick six. So that feels like a lot. That's a lot of games for him. It is a lot of games for him. Um, well, we'll play Bryce Young eventually. Or will or wi- Willie. Ooh. Ooh. Arkansas going to have something to say about We're that. We're going to dodge Alabama Daniel, on this what, year's schedule. What do you? Oh, you just going to sprinkle a little bit on that Arkansas money line. Oh. We told you that yesterday. Just we did. We did. Yeah. Um, I'm not talking about Keith Ringo. I'm not talking about A.D. Mitchell. Okay. Even though I hope and expect him to play. I need him Come back on, this I need week. him back. Ooh, I need him back. You can limit his reps. That's fine. I but I need care. to see him out there. If he gets five reps, I'm fine. And downfield. Yes. Now, um, what I'm talking about is the number five in terms of Georgia back-to-back weeks putting up 500 yards of total offense. This time on the Uh-oh. road against an SEC opponent, 500 yards of total offense and a 50-burger. 
that's those are the fives that I'm mostly concerned. That's a lot with. of fives, Daniel. Georgia gonna Georgia gonna drop fifty on. Um, I think there's a very good chance. I think Stetson Bennett and this offense, Todd Munkin, took it personally last week, and I took that personally. Uh, they took it personally last week that there was poor execution. A lot of drops last week. A lot week. of drops. A lot of poor throws behind the receiver. A lot of uh, conversions not made and a lot of turnovers. Drives not finished the way that we would like to finish them. If Georgia plays a clean game, which I told you on Wednesday or Thursday, it's all the same. I don't know. It's one big day. If <laughs> There's football days, and then there's not football days. There's only two types of days. And I'm, I'm more interested in the, the football days. You're either watching football or you're not watching football. You're either over 40 or you're under 40. You're either elite or you're not. These are the categories of life. They, they seem to be in two columns. They're in two columns. Okay. So um, I expect Todd Monken and Stetson Bennett to play a clean game. And listen to me, Clint. Okay. If... Georgia plays a clean game. Yes. There's no one on the field that can stop Georgia's offense. The only team that's capable of stopping Georgia's offense on Saturday is Georgia with poor execution. Oh, that's interesting. And so if there's, if there's cleanliness, mm. there's godliness. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. And, then, and what I mean by godliness is 50 points being scored and 500 totally So awesome. what you're saying is you need Monk to take it to church. Is what I need Monk to baptize this entire Missouri team, this entire Georgia fan base. Oh. Just take them on down to the river. Oh. All right? Get them washed in the water. Oh. And we're about to have a revival in Columbia. That's you, what I'm trying to say. You got a, a revival. You got a hanky. Oh, we can wave it. <laughs> you will be waving No, I'm that. sorry. That was in Columbia, South Carolina. They waved the hanky. They waved. They said... Columbia, Missouri is a different place. What they do is have a picnic on the hillside (laughs) and then leave the stadium. (laughs) I need Todd McShay back in the Get him in the crane. Get him in the crane. Todd McShay. That was the beginning of the end for Todd. When he walked up that crane, I think he was that was huff- the end. Of he the was end. huffing was- and puffing all the way up there. People were he exposed himself. And people were like, oh no, Todd, you you're not healthy, man. No, like, it's not great. We need to we need to pull you back. Your yeah. mental ability. Mm. Um, they don't, here's here's don't sleep on. Okay, don't sleep on this defense reminding you okay. of a carbon copy mm. of last year's defense. We're, we're coming back. That's what we're I to say. think we're coming back. Another Here, revival of sorts. Look, look. Some yeah, some arrays. Mm-hmm. From the dead, uh-huh. then we're okay. not we're not dead. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. But maybe the maybe pronounced dead a little prematurely. Maybe pronounced dead a little mm. prematurely by some of y'all fans mm. out there, and by fans I mean you, Bama dude, who by the way, you're my favorite person on the internet mm. still to this day. Come come back on uh, come back on the early next week, and let us know what happened on Saturday. You, look, Daniel. Look. <laughs> That's gonna be. We're gonna be excited for that. Um, don't sleep on this defense, reminding you of that absolute suffocating defense of last year. Because I think if I'm right about my excitement, mm. uh, we're just gonna let these boys play. And if you've seen Smile Mondin, mm-hmm. if you've seen Pops, if you've seen, seen, oh, seen Tresman Marshall, yes. ball and just 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 go out there and ball. Yep. It's exceptional. Oh, it's good. No, it is good. It's, you like to see it. It's better than 
anything else another team has at backer. Interesting. If they eat, mm-hmm. don't sleep on this team reminding you, and that pick six may not come from Keeley, but maybe an inside linebacker, that Ooh. on those swing passes. Tresman might jump, a, might jump a little route here. He might just say, you know what, I've seen, all, I've seen that one too many times. I've seen that one too many times. Because I think that's, that's what Drink's going to do. I think this Missouri offense is not going to have many options. And I think if we allow them to eat and we're not getting out-executed up on front and we're, we're not getting pushed back, if the offensive line is pushing and we have a good week of practice and the defensive line is pushing back, I think this defense is going to remind us suffocating force like last year's team. Don't sleep on that. And don't sleep on me coming back on this podcast and saying next week that this defense is going to be better than last year's D. Again, don't sleep on that because I'll get, I'll get all excited. He can't be content. I can't he help myself. Be, he won't be content. All right. Uh, also, don't sleep on us returning a punt for a touchdown. There it is. Uh, we will be back for a reaction show, but just a, just a little disclaimer for the third segment listeners. The, it is, the schedule for your boys is off the rails, okay? There's, there, are, there are obligations in Nashville. We can't help it. There are things, Literally. There are things being done. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be had by all. No, 100%. But... It's going to significantly impact our ability to get a reaction show out. So, yes, let's just say this. Okay. There will definitely be a reaction show out by late Sunday night. Fair? I think that's fair. Yeah. We will, we will record no later than Sunday night. Be, yes. And yes, when yes, yes. we record it, we will post it. We won't save it till Monday. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot there's a lot of qualifiers here too, Daniel. If we do it, yeah. you'll hear it. But we, if we if you don't hear it, we didn't do it, and you'll know why. And you look, it might be a dimly lit back corner of some Clint restaurant. might be recording from row fourteen seat F on the airplane. It's just, just, we might be just paying that $25 <laughs> for that Wi-Fi. <laughs> you thought the audio was bad before. Wait till you get American Airlines Wi-Fi bringing you the show. All right. There will be a reaction show. It will not be out on Saturday night. No. Don't look for it. We apologize. Travel schedules do not permit it. But no later than Monday morning, Correct. you will hear from us. Yes. And we will have lots of feelings. We promise they will not be filtered. We will be overreacting to a lot of things. As we always do. As we always do. So thanks for joining us. Uh, This has been Longtown Bulldogs Podcast, your team every day, and we'll see you all next week.